Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Exodus 28. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that as we read this chapter, we would understand our service to you better. We pray that we would be set apart to serve you. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Exodus 28. And bring near to you Aaron your brother and his sons with him from the midst of the Israelites to serve as priests for me, Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar, the sons of Aaron. And you will make holy garments for Aaron your brother, for glory and for splendor. And you will speak to all the skilled of heart, whom I have given a gift of skill, and they will make the garments of Aaron to consecrate him for his serving as my priest. Now these are the garments that they will make, a breastpiece and an ephod, and a robe and a tunic of specially woven fabric, a turban and a sash. And they will make holy garments for Aaron your brother and for his sons to serve as priests for me. And they will take the gold and the blue and the purple and the crimson yarns and the fine linen, and they will make the ephod of gold, blue and purple and crimson yarns, and finely twisted linen, the work of a skilled craftsman. It will have two joining shoulder pieces at its two edges, so that it can be fastened. And the waistband of his ephod, which is on it, will be of like work to it, gold, blue, and purple, and crimson yarns, and finely twisted linen. And you will take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of the Israelites, with six of their names on the one stone, and the remaining six on the second, according to their genealogies, as the work of a skilled stone craftsman with seal engravings. You will engrave on the two stones the names of the Israelites. You will make them mounted in gold filigree settings, and you will set the two stones on the ephod's shoulder pieces as stones of remembrance for the Israelites. And Aaron will bear their names before Yahweh, on his two shoulder pieces, for remembrance. And you will make gold filigree settings, and you will make two braided chains of pure gold ornamental cord work, and you will put the chains of the ornamental cords on the filigree settings, and you will make a breastpiece of judgment, a work of a skilled craftsman. You will make it like the work of the ephod. You will make it of gold, blue and purple and crimson yarns, and finely twisted linen. It will be squared, doubled, a span its length and a span its width, and you will fill it with stone mounting, four rows of stone, a row of carnelian, topaz, and emerald is the first row, and the second row is a malachite, a sapphire, and a moonstone, and the third row is a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst. And the fourth row is a turquoise and an onyx and a jasper. Their settings will be woven with gold. The stones will be according to the names of the Israelites, twelve according to their names, with seal engravings, each according to its name. They will be for the twelve tribes. And you will make the breastpiece, braided chains, a work of pure gold ornamental cord. And you will make on the breastpiece two gold rings, and you will put the two rings on the two edges of the breastpiece, 
and you will put the two gold ornamental cords on the two rings on the edges of the breastpiece, and you will put the two ends of the two ornamental cords on the two filigree settings, and you will put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod at the front of it, and you will make the two gold rings, and you will place them on the two ends of the breastpiece on its edge that is on the other side of the ephod to the inside, and you will make two rings and put them on the two shoulder pieces of the ephod below at its front near its seam above the waistband of the ephod, and they will tie the breastpiece by its rings to the rings of the ephod with a blue cord to be on the waistband of the ephod, and the breastpiece will not come loose from the ephod. And Aaron will bear the names of the Israelites in the breastpiece of judgment on his heart when he comes to the sanctuary for a remembrance before Yahweh continually. And you will put the Urim and the Thummim on the breastpiece of judgment, and they will be on the heart of Aaron when he comes before Yahweh. And Aaron will bear the judgment of the Israelites on his heart before Yahweh continually. And you will make the robe of the ephod totally of blue yarn, and the opening for his head will be in the middle of it. Its opening will have an edge all around, the work of a weaver. It will be like the opening of a sturdy garment for it, so that it will not be torn. And you will make on its hem pomegranates of blue and purple and crimson yarns, on its hem all around, and bells of gold in the midst of them all around, a gold bell and a pomegranate, a gold bell and a pomegranate, on the hem of the robe all around. And it will be on Aaron for serving, and its sound will be heard at his coming into the sanctuary before Yahweh, and at his going out, so that he will not die. And you will make a pure gold rosette, and you will engrave on it with seal engravings a holy object for Yahweh. And you will place it on a blue cord, and it will be on the turban, at the front of the turban it will be, and it will be on the forehead of Aaron, and Aaron will bear the guilt of the holy objects that the Israelites will consecrate for all their holy gifts, and it will be on his forehead continually for acceptance for them before Yahweh. And you will weave the tunic of fine linen, and you will make a turban of fine linen, and you will make a sash, the work of an embroiderer. And for the sons of Aaron you will make tunics, and you will make for them sashes and headdresses. You will make them for glory and for splendor, and you will clothe them, Aaron your brother and his sons with him, and you will anoint them and ordain them and consecrate them, and they will serve as priests for me, and make for them undergarments of linen to cover naked flesh. They will be from loins to thigh, and they will be on Aaron and on his sons when they come to the tent of assembly or when they approach the altar to serve in the sanctuary, so that they will not bear guilt and die. It is a lasting statute for him and for his offspring after him. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Moses is on the mountain receiving instruction from God. God is explaining to Moses how to construct the tabernacle to worship him so that he can be in the middle of the Israelites. So Yahweh started with the holy furniture inside the tabernacle, then the tabernacle itself, 
Then he described the altar in the courtyard, and then the courtyard fence. Now God describes the clothing for the priests. Yahweh specifies that Aaron and his sons will be the priests, and they need holy garments. They need to be set apart in the way they dress to serve God. Aaron, as the high priest, will have some extra special clothes. It seems that all the priests got special robes, a turban, and a sash. Specifically, Aaron gets a special colorful ephod. The ephod is something like a vest, but it seems to fasten at the shoulders rather than having buttons down the front. On each shoulder, it has a stone that they will engrave with the names of the tribes of Israel, six on each stone. Yahweh says to engrave them like they would engrave a seal. In those days, important people would have a seal that they could impress in wax to sign important documents. So they had technology and tradespeople for doing that type of engraving. It was probably done with a hammer and chisel. On Aaron's special ephod, there was a breastpiece attached with gold chains. In this breastpiece was a gold setting with twelve stones, one for each of the tribes. We aren't actually sure what the stone names would translate to today, because these words are used so infrequently. So, different translations have different stone names. Each stone was engraved with the name of one of the tribes. The breastpiece was attached to the ephod with gold chains, so it wouldn't come off, but it was not sewed to it. There was a pocket in the breastpiece, and inside the pocket they would put the Urim and the Thummim. We don't get a description of the Urim and the Thummim. They were used to get official decisions from God. We don't know how that worked. Some people have suggested that the Urim and the Thummim were two stones that felt the same but looked different, so they could assign meanings to the two, sort of like heads or tails, and then pull one of the stones out, and that was their answer from God. However, that is just a guess. The breastpiece is called the breastpiece of judgment, probably because it holds the Urim and the Thummim. Verse 30, And you will put the Urim and the Thummim on the breastpiece of judgment, and they will be on the heart of Aaron when he comes before Yahweh, and Aaron will bear the judgment of the Israelites on his heart before Yahweh continually. Then Aaron's robe is described, and the striking feature is, along the edge of the robe, there were golden bells and pomegranates. So there would be a constant tinkling as Aaron walked around, performing his priestly duties in the tabernacle, and Yahweh says that is important so that he does not die. Then on the turban, on Aaron's head, there is a special plate of gold attached, and it is inscribed, A Holy Object for Yahweh. The clothes for Aaron's sons are briefly mentioned, and they are supposed to be something above the normal clothing, but they don't get the detailed description of the special ephod that Aaron wears. All of the priests also get underwear to make sure to cover their nakedness. Nakedness is connected with sin from the time that Adam and Eve sinned and saw that they were naked. And now for a deeper dive. In a way, it seems that these clothes for Aaron and his sons are part of the tabernacle. They are made with the precious materials that the inside of the tabernacle is made of, gold and fine clothing with expensive colors, the clothing of Aaron especially. His sons get holy garments, but gold and expensive colors are not mentioned for them. Also, we can once more play the what-is-not-mentioned game here with their clothes. There is one article of clothing noticeably missing, and that is footwear. So probably the priest served barefoot. 
Remember, when Moses approached the burning bush, God told him to remove his sandals because he was on holy ground. So the priests would not want to contaminate the sanctuary with unholy dirt from outside on their shoes. We will have an opportunity to talk about that some more in a later chapter. We see in Aaron a bearing of the Israelites to God, or carrying the Israelites to God. He is carrying the names of their tribes with him into the tabernacle. The job of the priest is to bridge between God and man. The book of Hebrews makes a major point that Jesus is the ultimate high priest. Jesus takes us to God and brings God to us. And in a spiritual sense, there isn't really a difference between the true temple and those who are there. Peter says that we are both in 1 Peter 2. In verse 5, And you yourselves as living stones are being built up as a spiritual house for a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. And then, down in verse 9, also in 1 Peter 2, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's possession, so that you may proclaim the virtues of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So we are a part of the temple of God, and we are priests. We are supposed to bring glory to God, and bring people to God, and God to people. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.